Previously, on Realms and Nerds, The Vasanoka Adventures. Did you feel that? Of course I did. It's a magical blight on the forest. But what's doing it? I, I don't know. As Lou and Ben break the darkness, they both feel feeling in their bones that's just completely washed over their body at this point. Every bone in your body is telling you that every inch of this place is wrong and you shouldn't be here. Ben, you now hear this slither coming your way. The top of this creature is a female with pale green skin and six arms, each one carrying a, a short sword. And where the torso would normally end, it goes into this large, long, green serpent tail with scales. Using her druid craft, Raven shoves her fist, just punches into the ground, and the root system of this forest is so uh, immense and dense. Pulls it out, and um, she now in, in her hand has a, I'm gonna call it a root sword. Raven's gonna pull this root sword out of the ground and toss her spear to Sana, and they're both going to kind of crouch down and uh, bunker down. Um, and this creature comes running right past her eyes, and she's able to discern two large bull horns and the face of a gorilla and the teeth of a saber-toothed tiger with two massive arms and two goat-like feet. This creature is going to come blasting past Raven, and with Kroll's torchlight, Ben knocks his ancient arrow, drawing back and taking aim. He looses the arrow and hits this target right between his eyes, and leaving just a gaping hole straight through his head, he falls to the ground as the arrow returns to his hand, covered in a eerily purple-blue blood color. Join our troop made up of Kroll the Fallen, the Death Knight, Ben, the shape-shifting changeling, Raven, the furball druid ranger, and then we ranger got Lou, the stuck-up prince from... <laughs> Damn! <laughs> we know that we got Lou, the prince. I mean, you're not wrong. Well, he's not that stuck-up, to be honest. He's actually a pretty chill dude. No respect. I get no respect. <laughs> the prince from Farland, and the whole party is standing over this corpse of this red horned beast they just killed. It's all messed up, and it's laying face first in the mud with these two huge horns stuck into the ground. Well, that's a bit fucked up. That was quite the barrel, boys. Uh, guys, I uh, I think I know what's going on here. Well, spell the beans. I think somebody opened a portal to the house. Oh, was that all? Who, who could do something like that? I mean, do you want me to tell you on a literal level, or... Because like, we, we, can, we can, we can, like, we can, like, start putting a list. How much paper do you got? 
Is this going to be alphabetically or chronologically? Alphabetical, <laughs> chronological. Hmm. With an index, I'm sure. I mean, surely to do something this large is not something that just anyone can do. No, but there's a long list of people who can do it. I mean, the woman who raised me might be able to do it. I don't know about her. What do we want to do next? We gotta figure out what's up with this darkness. Should we perhaps try and ID this creature we have slain? Well, Miss Raven seems to know it came from hell. Why doesn't she ID it? She's a forest lady. Okay. Oh, shit. Or a druid ranger. Alright, we'll just kind of... Would it be an investigation check or a nature check? Investigation. Shit. Ah-ha! Uh-huh. Both intelligence. What the hell is the difference? Okay. Um, 17. Yeah. Um, so with the 17, what Raven is able to deduce upon looking at this beast in the dirt is that uh, it is indeed a devil... It comes from from the hells below, and she's able to ID it as possibly a, a Gristro, which is known for being a large bull-like demon, often serving under devils, sometimes becoming powerful enough themselves to be in a, a position of power. But often this is uh, a henchman or a lackey of, of sorts. Did you say a Gristro? A Gristro. It's not a Christo. 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 It's an Italian devil. Or It's a spaghetti. It's a spaghetti. It's a pizza pasta. I love the meatball. Christo. Christo meatball. So, what do we got here? It's a uh, Christo. It's a lesser demon, but it has the ability to become a lord itself. It's usually a henchman. So, I'm thinking that maybe there's something bigger and better well, in the forest around here. Well, it might have something to do with us darkness. If we find a source, we might be able to get rid of it and the darkness. That's about the best plan I can come up with. What do you say, boys? Now, you said that... Uh, I mean, this would take a powerful sorcerer. Uh, are we equipped to kill said powerful sorcerer? And from down the path, the party hears a maddened and eerie cackle. That's a hag if I ever heard one. Well, that was very maddened and eerie. All right, nothing to see here. I suppose we should move along now. <laughs> oh, don't be a bitch about it. It'll be fun. Cole's gonna, I, I guess, think... bring out his trident. I think we have different uh, ideas on what fun is. Buddy. That's just because you're a pansy. Oh, all right. I, I suppose someone ought to go up and take a peek. I'll come with you. I wasn't volunteering. I was thinking uh, perhaps Ben could sneak up. Absolutely. That's a great idea. <laughs> Ben's going to sneak up to wherever the fuck I'm going down this path to my death. <laughs> I'm on my way to Hey, hey, I'm on the way. Um, as as Ben as Ben respectfully nods to to Lou, his lord, um, and starts to walk away. Sana says, um, "Um, Lou, I would advise that we stay together. This darkness is extremely magical, and to be honest, in all my years of experience, I'm scared." Hmm. 
Well, then, uh, I suppose if everyone's in agreement, we can all just walk into whatever lies ahead together. I mean, I think that's the best way to go. Don't want to get caught off guard. <laughs> all right. I say we move on. Uh, did Ben already disappear into this envelope of darkness no, or whatever? No, ben, ben stopped when... Cool, good. <laughs> Coward. Coward? No, I just heard Sauna and was like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Alright, Lou is going to hold his uh, longsword up at like a half-ready position and say, Well, I suppose there's no point in putting it off. Let's go. So the party makes its way down this path, and they continue going. At first, they feel uh, a sense of being alone, and yet knowing that there's something out there. And as they continue to move further and further down this path, not feeling anything, uh, or not seeing anything, this sense of dread continues to build in their stomachs, just knowing that something is out there and they can't see it. And they don't know where it's coming from. Uh, soon, this sense of dread and this pit in their stomach is quickly awakened when they hear this cackle again, along with this this scraping sound moving around them, and and literally in a circle around them. And they feel as though now something is is watching them and just toying with them. Guys, I. Uh... I, I think that we should form a, a circle and just start, and just kind of hang for a second. Okay, um, well, I mean, Lou is, was kind of up near the front, so I guess, are you guys, you can circle around behind him then? Raven, Ben, you are to our six. Lou and I will face forward and keep moving on. I'll stand here. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> Fucking Sona. Hey, shit. And Sona, you, uh, you are left or right flank? I'll hover above. <laughs> That's a very manly voice you got there. That's creepy. <laughs> I don't like Son anymore. Oh, just gonna, you know, watch everywhere. Like I always do. Are you going to turn into a fly so that you have multi-directional vision? Is that what you're saying? Well, no. That's actually not a terrible idea. I don't know if I can shrink that small. But, uh, no, no, just gonna, just gonna be looking around. That's all. Are you guys, Wait, are, we... are you guys stopping then? Or are you guys gonna, um, um circle up? So was, was the, the idea point? to, was the idea to circle up and then, like, keep moving forward, but as, like, a circle, basically? I know, I was saying, like, if she's or circling we... us, we'll stick in place for a second until she stops. And then when she stops, you we'll assume when she stops. Alright, I'm gonna do this. After we circle up, uh, can I do a check to see if I... Can get any sort of directional bearings on this person, like hearing, seeing, anything like that. Sure. What do you want me to roll here? Perception? Uh, ten. As the party stops and, and Lou strains his ears and listens, he first hears this slither go uh, past his right side. And then a short while later, uh, maybe two or three seconds, he hears a ruffle on the left. Um, and it appears she's moving quite quickly. And to his knowledge, he can't pin his, he, you know, the, the speed that he's move that she's moving compared to, to you guys, it's hard for you to pinpoint exactly where she's at. Hey guys, whatever happened to that snake thing you guys were fighting? 
I'm going to but, assume that that's who we are hearing now. Well, Pollux. And eh, don't worry, she's not all that tough. I think we should keep moving uh, as quietly as possible. So, stealth checks. Snake lady, come out to play. Anybody wants to do stealth checks, or you guys want to stop and then move extra stealthily through the woods? This is your plan. Yes. All right. I mean, I I was mostly thinking just like so we can hear her moving as opposed to just like you know trampling through the woods. Uh, I got a fourteen. I got a thirteen. Nineteen. Sixteen. All right. So. As you, the party gets moving again, um, now with an extra amount of caution, they continue hearing this slither around them, accompanying every once in a while by what they assume is claws on a tree, perhaps. And as they're moving slower, it does become a bit easier for them to hear the snake creature circling them, but she still seems to be moving with such ease and speed through the darkness and through the forest and weaving through the trees that at no one point does the party uh, feel like they could say with complete assurance where she is. And moreover, as they've been moving on, they haven't sensed that she's been getting any closer or further away. She's just screwing with us, isn't she? Well, of course. What do you expect? She's a coward. And this silent treatment we're giving her is not solving anything, in my opinion. Well, what would you propose we do, then? Well, we gotta face her at some point, and we don't seem to be making too much progress, as far as I can tell. Well, do you have a plan to catch her? Because otherwise, uh, there's not a whole lot we can do other than keep moving. Well, well, you guys got long-range weapons, right? Yeah, but if we can't catch a bead on her, then how are we gonna shoot her? Well, my thought is, you give me a torch, and I wander out by myself. If I manage to get a hold of her, or distract her long enough for you to get a beat on her from the light of my torch, maybe you might be able to hit her. You see what I'm getting at? Wasn't it suggested that we do not wander far from the group? Well, I wasn't planning on wandering super far. Just far enough so that she can't keep circling us the way she and, is. Um, as Krull continues to babble on about running off and saving the day, uh, the party suddenly notices that the ground feels ashy. And as they look down and around them, they notice that the trees are, are you know, they can barely see them out on the edge of the, this path as is, but now, as a few of the party members take a few steps towards the edge, they notice that it's like they're standing in a field. There are a few stumps here and there that appear to be worn away like they had been burned and then just left there for who knows how long to decay. And so now the path still remains to be seen in front of them, yet there's almost nothing on either side of them. Well, this isn't helpful. What sort of sorcery is this? Look, look at these trees. They look like they've been decaying for ages, and yet this is a... It's supposed to be a healthy forest. Can I do a yes, nature check? While he's doing that, can I do an arcana check? Yes, you can. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. Okay, so that's a 
Shit, I'm rolling really good tonight. That's a 19. I'll take your rolls. I got a three. <laughs> Maybe I should switch dice. As the party seemingly steps out into this openness, you're still only, um, you know, maybe five to ten feet away from where the tree line is. And Raven feeling just extra amounts of dread and just this push upon her, she kneels down and puts her hand on the ground to get a sense and a feeling for the environment. And with near certainty, she can sense this heart of the blight, um, so similar to the, to what she felt before when she was off on her rite of passage. And now she, in her mind, has a, a clear picture of where they have to go and what is to come. You guys getting any good sense about this place? Because my uh, magic skills aren't exactly picking up a whole lot. Dark is Trust dark. me, there's plenty here. Dark is dark and blight is blight. I can... I can feel it. I can, I can feel where this, where this goes. Well, take us there, quickly, please. And as she's still straining, she feels that not only is there a strong pull in front of her, but she can feel the the force slipping away behind her. Uh, and uh, literally, as she looks back, she can see it pushing back ever so slightly, inch by inch. My God, Sana. Yes, I feel it too. And um, she doesn't know why, but she can feel tears starting to form in her eyes as she can feel the forest starting to scream out to her. Raven, Raven, we don't have much time. Every second that goes by, more of this forest is killed. I know, it's, it's up ahead. It's up ahead. Let me just, just give me a second. Seconds over, let's go. And... Now with Raven leading the, the unfeeling asshole, <laughs> <laughs> Crow wants this mission to get along with it already. Um, and now with Raven leading the pack with a certain level, uh, an extra level of of drive and push to complete her task and and destroy this evil on the forest, the party starts to pick up a, a rather fa- fast pace, almost disregarding the lizard serpent person that was behind them and pushing forward through this open field where suddenly uh, they see a structure in front of them. There are these pitch black, black as tar trees that seem to be sticky and wet and like some kind of black goo just got slapped on these trees as they were infected and twisted together to form this huge archway. And as the party walks closer to this arch, uh, and now can they can see through it, not quite up to it yet, they can see a whole uh, small tower in front of them uh, with what appears to be uh, an opening or a chasm around it and a bridge going towards this tower. By the gods! Oh, wow. Well done, Raven. Sona, but... How did they... I... It's part of their magic. They... They steal the life, and they add to their own... Their... I guess you could call it... The very essence of the plants is life, and their very essence is death. 
Okay. I uh, just rolled my bloodlust roll based on this information, and Kroll's getting increasingly upset by the death just surrounding him, and he actually is now about, he loses control, and he pulls out his trident and walks purposefully across the bridge towards this tower without even saying a word. So he just pushes right past this archway. Yeah, he's just going for it. So Kroll pulls the trident off his back, and with just red in his eyes, walks blankly forward uh, through the party and through this arch in front of them. Uh, and there's a there's a, a small gap between the arch and this the the beginning of this rope bridge. Okay. And so, does anyone say anything or? Where in blazes is he going? Kroll, where are you going? He says nothing. He keeps walking. He has, he has a bloodlust in his heart, and he, he wants to kill something. Well, I guess he made our decision for us, didn't he? I suppose we'd better go support him. Come on. Lou's going to follow quickly behind him. All right. Um, Raven. Could you guys all roll just an athletics check? Oh, buddy. 22. 18. 12. Critical fail. Oh, no. no. Poor Ben. Um... He trips and falls on his face. Ben, are you following right behind Ben? Ben, are you following? Ben, <laughs> are you following behind yourself? Are you following? Are you following? is great. Anyway, right so behind I, Luke. As soon as Blue said that we should follow him, Ben was off to the races. So I mean, I don't know if he's following anybody short of Kroll or what. Right. But he, he basically left immediately once. So as Kroll disregards all of his party members and continues to walk towards the rope bridge and then take his first few steps onto the rope bridge. He moves down the bridge as as quickly Lou runs after him, and then Ben following Lou, with Raven following Ben and Sana following her. The party following Kroll begins to move down the rope bridge. Everyone seems to be handling themselves just fine. Their footwork is just good. Good. Uh, it's doing good. Uh, when all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Ben's foot slips and goes between one of the rungs, and then quickly he slides down to his leg. So one leg is kind of like half up, and the other one's like on his down to about his thigh between the so two. between the slats on yeah. the bridge. Yeah. Okay. Can I do a strength check to pick him up? Yes. <laughs> That's a nat 20. He eats him off the bridge. You, him, you pick him sword, you lose him, and he flies off the fucking bridge. <laughs> so, um... Or the Wilhelm scream. <laughs> <laughs> Ben's leg plunges down through these slats, um, but quickly, almost immediately, a big hand is put on the, the back of his shirt and pulls him right up to his feet and says, Careful, buddy. Are you Okay. Yes, I'm fine now. Thank you. You gotta be careful. I think the I think the wood on this bridge is kind of old. Yes, it's also a little slick. I think there might have been some rain recently. Uh, and the party continues moving on. Kroll uh, has not stopped since he started. Lewis is the closest to Kroll, yet he's still probably uh, ten feet behind him. As Kroll had uh, a bit of a head start, as he just was not stopping for anything. Kroll's a fucking machine. So as they, uh, as Kroll approaches the end of the bridge, he can quickly see that standing inside this tower, made um, 
of the same material as the arch, it seems to be wood that has been uh, somehow magically infused and repurposed and shaped into this tower. This tower's pretty large, I would say. You know, you got maybe 50 yards in a big circle, 50-yard diameter. And as he as he takes the last step off the bridge onto the platform, he can see another two of the same Gristo-looking devil demons in front hey, of him. Hey, Gristo! Hey, Luigi, what you doing after work? Not much. All right. What you? All right, you devils. Which one of you wants the end of my triton? Which one of you wants my foot up your ass? Your pick. Does he stop or does he keep He's, moving? He, he slows his pace kind of like like he's strutting in like tough guy. Okay. So the tower doesn't begin right at the edge of this platform. He had to take a few steps to then enter into this door, uh, another smaller arch archway that leads into this tower, the base of the tower. Um, and so as he's stepping into the tower, I would say that's right when Lou and Ben and Raven and Sana all come walking up kind of behind him. Uh, so then you're going to you're gonna continue moving forward? Well, they are right in front of me, right? The two devils? No, they're like in the center of oh, this. Oh, in the center? Yep. Um, yeah, like I said, I slowed down and I'm kind of strutting, but yes, I am still approaching the two devils okay. as I'm walking in. Can I pick up my pace just slightly? Yeah. I'm going to catch up with Kroll and get like on his left side, so I'm kind of covering his flank <laughs> side. Okay. Well, I hope you're ready for a hell of high water, because I'm going to kill something today. I've got your back, Kroll. So Lou's to the left of him. Mm-hmm. Raven's to the right. And here Kroll is stuck in the middle of you. <laughs> All right, yeah, Raven's going to move to the right and take up his right flank. Okay. Hi. <laughs> all right. Ben, Ben's, Ben's behind them all. Ben's doing his thing. Ben's all right. back here. Ben's um, back by ben, the bridge. But Ben does have his uh, long swords out. Actually, no, his uh, long, long bow out. As this small triangle formation is created, suddenly what the Gristo uh, on the left starts charging at you guys. Uh, and Kroll just picks up his pace with red in his eyes uh, and is just going to run. And you're going to get your one opportunity attack at this Gristo, and I'm going to need everybody to roll for initiative. Okay, I'll do my opportunity attack first. I'm aiming Oof. for its face. That's a nat 20. That will hit. Fuck yeah! Let's go! So, eight piercing damage. Okay. Square in his face. And Kroll lets out a mighty bellow. Oh, I gotta roll this shit, don't I? Mm-hmm. That, that might come in hand. Look at that. Would you? Oh my <laughs> God. What? The dice like me tonight. Ben, what did you roll? 13. Uh, Raven? Uh, 11. Uh, Luke? Nat 20. Nothing. I have no initiative bonus. Oh, okay. I got a nat 20 plus 1. 21. Alright. I'm ready. We get crunched by a couple of fucking big things. So running at this Gristo jumps up and smashes it with the back end of it's trident right in the face, and it goes down, and now 
Crow, you're going to get a second attack uh, on the same grease, though. I'm assuming because I'm first up. But it's yeah. nice. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to leap in the air and bring my trident pitchfork end down into the side of it. Okay. It's time. All right. Come on, die. Give me another one. That's not bad. That's uh, 17 against AC. That'll hit. Solid. That's, that's, sorry, that's seven piercing damage into its side. Okay. And he's going to leave the trident in it, hopefully holding it down. Okay. Um, so Curl jumps up with his trident and comes and plunges it down on the side of this grease stone, and it lets out a, a large yell and kind of is able to shrug and with one of its arms and push Curl back. And Curl doesn't really care. He just leaves this trident in the side of the Gristo and um, <laughs> and it, it just backs up. The Gristo, however, is not pinned or anything and is going to be able to get back up. Uh, so next up is going to be Luke. Okay. Um, the Gristo that attacked, was that on the left side or the right side? Left us? side. Okay. So uh, since that's the side that I'm already on... Uh, actually, no, I guess... Um, as I scan the, the battlefield quickly, do I see any other threats besides the other Christo? Nope. At, as of right now, you see nothing. Okay. Uh, I'm, then I'm going to take a swing at this Christo that Kroll just attacked. Okay. Uh, 17. That will hit. And what are you attacking with? Oh, uh, longsword. Okay. Oh, uh, that's three points of damage. So as Kroll gets pushed back... Uh, and leaving, leaving the trident in this grease dough. The grease dough starts to, to roll over a little bit and start to get up as Lou comes running by with his long sword and catches it right in the side of the head, uh, finding very quickly that though this definitely did damage to its horn and, uh, its skull, the skull of this beast is incredibly strong. She's thick. As Lou comes down with his long sword, his, his body now is facing back towards where they came, and just then, at the edge of the, the bridge, he can now see as this snake figure comes slithering up onto the platform and taking up the doorway. Ben uh, is, is rather close to the doorway, also notices the snake lady come in, uh, and, and uh, Sana does as well. And she is going to immediately target Ben running at him and she is going to try to tail whip him. So let's see how that goes. Um, that would be a 21. Holy shit. Well, fuck me sideways. Yeah, I guess I'm fucking <laughs> She's gonna hit. fuck you sideways. <laughs> She's gonna stick that tail right up your wiener hole. Just a little bit. Oh my god. Oof-a-doof. As she comes slithering by her tail whips out and takes out Ben's feet and just he falls straight back and lands on his his back and his head. Uh, and he's going to take nine points of damage. Uh, and she continues slithering uh, back into this room towards the the two where the two garistos were, kind of the center when they started. Uh, next up is going to be Ben. Oh, well, Ben's gonna fucking get up off the floor since he has to do that shit now. Yeah. And uh, I guess he's got his longbow put away and takes out his two longswords. He's gonna get that friggin' lady. Ben's going to 
quickly get to his feet, grab his two long swords, and start chasing a, a after this snake lady. Uh, that's a 16 against AC. That's what I'm not hit. Oh, fuck me. Well, well. Well, then, how about an 18? That will hit. Cool. Alright. D8. Yoink. Incredible. That's four slashing damage. Alright. So, uh, as Ben jumps to his feet and takes out his long swords, running after her, his first sword swipe comes down and misses her tail, and yet, uh, with the second one, he's able to adjust and come down and actually slice off the maybe last two to three feet of her tail. Uh, she has a, a really long tail, I should, should mention. Shit, so it got hurt. Yes, um, she screams out in pain, but continues to move towards the center of the room. Uh, next up is Raven. So, can I, like, I want to shoot my bow at the snake lady. Okay. So, um... As long as you're more than five feet away from her... I think I'm five feet away from the snake lady, aren't I? Uh, you are, still. So then she's moving towards you. And she's damaged, right? She just had three feet of her tail cut off. So oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm okay. I'll guess. I, I guess. Yeah, that's a. That's definitely a yes. I mean, she is damaged. <laughs> she has taken some damage. She's had. She's had a troubled she's life. She's taken exactly she child, four she hit hit points worth of damage. Oh, that means that I can use my wounded prey feature. That is a twenty-two. Yes, that will hit. So that is a seven. Plus, okay, that's uh, 12 damage. Alright. Uh, as Raven sees Ben chasing after this snake lady and, and cutting off her tail, she knocks an arrow and with a steady hand pulls it up and releases it, coming down right in her center arm. She has, uh, she has three sets of arms. In her center arm on the left side, and as she was running towards the center of the room, she now quickly cuts back towards the other side and um, is now kind of aiming to get closer to the right grease stove that hasn't really moved much. Um, I'm going to use Hunter's Mark on her, too, as a bonus action. Okay. So then next up is going to be the first grease stove, who is going to turn around and... Looking at uh, Kroll is going to put its uh, head down and start to charge. Oh, that's not very nice. All right, and so I don't think a I don't think a thirteen. Uh, not so much. No. Wait, this is the the one that hasn't been damaged. This is the one that has been damaged. Oh my my nemesis! All right, and then the other grease though that hasn't really moved. He's now going to charge directly for Raven. Uh, with a 20... or 19. Or say C. Yeah. Okay. Alright. So that would be... Make it hurt, Daddy. <laughs> for uh, 23 damage. Holy crap, okay. <laughs> yeah, that woke me up. I've become so numb. <laughs> can't I can feel, feel that right in my dairy air. I can't uh, feel and my then can you make arm. A, 
a strength check as well. Good thing my girl is beefy. That's an 18. Alright, um, so it's an 18. Uh, as this Caristo comes running at Raven and puts his head down, he comes up with a ton of force right into her abdomen, uh, pushing the air out of her lungs, but she's able to grab his horns and is able to push him down into the side as he continues moving forward and she falls off to the side. <coughs> Next up is Kroll. Okay, Kroll, um, as he dodges out of the way of the Gristo charging him, he would he's gonna grab his greatsword and in a slashing moment motion bring it down on the neck of the Gristo as it passes by him. Alright, let's see it. Let's go. Let's not go. That's a <laughs> that's a nine. Okay, that will not hit. Damn, his timing was off just a little. Yep. Uh, so unfortunately, he's trying to pull his great sword while moving out of the way, and it's just a little bit too much to do it all at once. So he he's gonna um back away ten feet away from the Gristo behind it. All right, and that's my turn. All right. Next up is Luke. Okay, so I still got the one like pretty close in front of me, right? Well, no, he's now charged off. He went past Kroll. Oh, that was the one that charged. Yeah, so he's still oh, yes. pretty close to you. The other one is still off to the right side. Now further back, though, as it came running. I guess that one would be pretty close to you because Raven, you were you were next to Ben still. I think so. Yeah, I was. So yeah, the the second one now has run over towards you. Okay. Well, I'm going to go for the, that one that's close to me, then. Okay. And, uh, you know what? I'm actually going to, before I make my attack, I'm going to throw my uh, shield onto my back and instead pull out my rapier as well. So I have two weapons. Okay. And you're attacking at the, which one? Um, the one that just ran over, or the one that was running up, ran uh, past Kroll? Uh, the one that just ran over, because you said that one's a little closer to me now, right? Yep. Okay, yeah, so I'm going for that one. So, first attack is the longsword, and that's a seven, which isn't going to do it. No, sir. That is... Uh, that's a 20 for the rapier. That will hit. Okay. Hope that motherfucker is I. Uh, that's six points of damage with the rapier. All right. As so that's piercing damage. I don't know if that matters. As this Gristo is is running off after uh, it had just smashed its head into Raven, Lou comes running over with his longsword and rapier. The longsword comes down and clashes and shanks off of one of his horns, but his rapier is able to neatly find its place square in this uh, Gristo's eye. And he stabs him, and it pulls in and out clean, and the Gristo, uh, Lou just gets a full-on you know, view of this Gristo's face as it's full of anger and rage, uh, and the pain seems to not even phase him. Oh, normally that does something. Next up is the Snake Lady, as she is now going to move with uncanny speed directly towards Kroll, who has been beating up one of her henchmen. Bitch, bring it. And she's going to come in 
and attack with uh, all three of her arms on one side. Uh, 15. Yes. Uh, 17. Yes. Uh, 15. No, no, yes. Fuck! She gonna triple bitch slap she that gonna slap bitch, the bitch ass She gonna slap the bitch out of me. She's gonna slap you so hard that you're not like gonna have any bitch left. I'm the slap man. I slap you so hard. <laughs> I'm the slap man. I don't like all of this die rolling. How are we how are we looking there, bud? Uh, 19 damage. Jesus fucking Christ. Today. God damn. Could be worse. I yeah, it could be you, huh? Hurt myself today. Okay, Kroll is basically at a little bit under half health. Next up is Ben. Bitch ass whole snake lady is uh still the nearest to Ben, right? Of the enemies. Right. I was a little unclear on if one of the big creatures is like right by me now instead. No, I mean you're you were further back. You stayed back. Uh-huh. Um, so she's now like over here. She's off to your right. Where are the two Wait, no, uh, Italian motherfuckers? That's not, <laughs> that's not true. I guess everyone is over on the left side now. Like, literally everybody but me. <laughs> yes. Who's what's the closest enemy to me? Either the the second Cristo that ran over or the snake. Okay, so if they're the same and I won't get hit by one of them going to attack the other, I'm going to go fuck up Snake Lady. Okay. Okay, so... Which means exactly what? I'm going to run over with my two long swords and cut her fucking head off. Or whatever. You're going to cut the lady's head off? Okay, you're a violent bastard, dude. They say I have bloodlust. Alright, well, the first one is going to be an... 23... If I did my math right. That will hit, but just barely. <laughs> and then the second one is going to be an 18 against Stacy. That will also hit. Okay, so for a grand total of... Because this time I'm going to remember the fact that I have Colossus Slayer. She's a Colossus. Colossus Slayer just means that... Um, where is it? Here we go. Hunter's Prey, Colossus Slayer. Hitting a creature below their HP max deals an extra 1d8 damage, but only once per turn. So basically, any any enemy that I fight that's below their max health, if I hit them, but only once on my turn. So I just get an extra d8 of damage. That's pretty sick. So that's 4, 6, 8, 14 slashing damage. Alright. Nice. Cut one of the arms off. I believe the word I said was cut her head off. Why wouldn't you take the arms off? Um, and that those both hit, right? Yeah, that was both attacks. Okay. I just combined all the damage together since it's the same. Yep. Uh, ben, with still his his own mark set on this snake lady, he runs right back into the thick of it with his two long swords, jumping at her again. Uh, coming down for her head, she puts up her top two arms and is able to deflect his top sword, but he comes down, slashing off one of her bottom arms on the left side and slicing across her stomach as he brings his sword down off of the, the two she was deflecting with. And with taking all of that damage as a reaction, Ben watches as he sees her uh, turn into this mist and fade away and then 
you see the mist float through the room and reappear a distance away from you guys, back in the center of the room. Well, hello there. I'm Brian Wayne, host of the Cheers to Comics podcast, and I'm here to bring you the ultimate comic book podcast for readers and lovers and collectors of all levels. Whether you're trying to get caught up on last week's books or you're just looking to check out the latest interview with the latest creator, this is the podcast for you. So, if you're looking for a comic book show that doesn't stray away from the topic and you're looking to get an insight from a true fan and lover of this industry, then tune into the Cheers to Comics podcast three times a week as I, Brian Wayne, raise a glass to this wonderful, wonderful industry that is comics. Cheers. Hey, all RJ here. Thank you so much for listening to episode 11 of the Vasanoka Adventures. I'm going to try and keep this one uh, short and sweet. There's not really anything new, just the regular housekeeping stuff. First and foremost, if you're enjoying the show and you're not already, please consider subscribing to the show. You'll get the episodes as soon as they come out, and you'll be one of the first people to know about the new episodes as they come out. Uh, If you also know of anybody else in your life that you think may enjoy our podcast, please consider sharing the show with them. Uh, And That's one of the best ways to help the show grow. If you are on social media, you can probably find us on your favorite social media. Our user handle is Realms Nerds. Uh, we are mostly active over on Twitter and Instagram, and you can also find us on Facebook. Thank you again to our dear friend Kyle for composing the show's main theme. And thank you again as well to Justin from the Lit Gaming Arena podcast for his arrangement of the main theme that's used for the Vasanoka Adventures campaign theme. And of course, thank you again to every single one of you that has ever listened to our podcast. Uh, we really, really cannot thank you enough. I uh, That's why I say thank you every time. It, it means the world to us. So thank you, thank you, thank you again ten times over. I hope you all have a great rest of your week. Uh, And I will talk to you all again when episode 31 of the Return of Ornan campaign drops. But until then, let's get back into the rest of episode 11 of the Vasanoka Adventures. Hey everybody, this is Nerd Bomber here, one of the co-hosts of the Online Warriors podcast. Our weekly podcast started as a way for three friends to keep in touch and discuss their passion for movies, gaming, technology, and entertainment. And since then, we've grown into a fantastic online community. Every Wednesday, we release a new episode discussing the latest nerdy news, and then we go hands-on with our weekly adventures and a fun trivia show. Sound interesting? Check us out on every podcast platform, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or hit us up at onlinewarriorspodcast.com. Next up is Raven. Alright, she's gonna take another pot shot at the snake lady. Okay. Girl. Alright, that's a. Ooh, that's a 19. That'll hit. That's, a, that's nine damage. Alright. As Raven watches this mist fade through the through the air and then rematerialize in the center of the room, she never loses focus the whole time. 
drawing her bow, having it half drawn, and as soon as she sees this figure reappear, she loses her arrow, and this one goes straight into the snake's chest, uh, just a bit above her heart, and you can see as this blow really impacts her, and she is uh, on her last legs, seems to be wobbling a little bit. Ben, get the last hit! I Next will time. try. Next up is the first Risto, that uh, as he turns around and begins to set his eyes on Lou, he takes off charging directly at Lou. No, don't do that. <laughs> no, not Lou. Are you sure about but that? But that won't hit. Cause that's a seven. Because Lou will slide that Cheeto. Well, slide to left. I just put my... I mean, I have fairly he's, good AC, but I just put my sword snake. my uh, shield away, so... Next up oh, is the other Gristo. Gristo. When uh, insults attack. Is going to charge at uh, Ben. You must stop that, a rock. You want to get crazy? 19. First AC. Going down to Pain Town. <laughs> yeah. I assume that, that, that will hit. Yeah, I said going down to Pain Town. For 22. Holy hell. I will remember you. Plays in the background as Ben like falls back down to the ground and Does that down you becomes down? unconscious, yes. Okay, so uh, you forfeit your strength check then at that point, uh, which means that as this second Gristo comes charging at Ben, putting his head down, he rears up and his two horns connect right under uh, Ben's armpits and pick him up and his head whips back, which just instantly uh, rattles his brain, and he gets thrown and lands unconscious on oh, the dirt. That's what a Goristo. 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 That's what a Goristo looks like. Oh, a giant man bowl. So about what I thought. Kind of like a Minotaur, like a demon, like a demonic Minotaur. I was, I was thinking Ganon, honestly, in some form or fashion. But okay. You kept calling it Greasto. I'm like, where the fuck is Greasto? Listen, Gristo? you talk shit about rigatoni for the last time, my okay, friend. Get okay. fucked. Motherfucker. Talk wrong about feet. Rigatoni, Greasto. Rigatoni, Greasto. The demon Minotaur. Let's go. It's Minotaur. Tim Tim plays for days and amazing. Okay. How are we doing? So, yeah. Not so hot, if you ask Ben. He is now down. And unconscious. Next up is Kroll. Kroll, seeing Ben go down, it's like he said in that slow motion falling. Ben what? Or Kroll watches Ben fall to the ground, and he lets out a roar of anger. I can't even. I can't even. I can't even. Um, do it again. And then um, Kroll. Yeah, meow. Kroll. Takes his great sword and switches targets and goes after. Wait, was that the Gristo that hit him? The one that I've been hurting, or the other one? Uh, that's the other one. Okay, yeah. He switches targets and goes after that one. First, he's. I'm gonna um, use my um, the ability my uh, armor gives me. I'm taking my dash action before normal actions. So I'm gonna run over to it using my sixty feet of speed or whatever, and that'll give me five temporary hit points as well. Okay. And as I run up on it, I'm going to take up take my great sword and swing at one of its legs to try and like cleave through it as much as possible. All right, knock his ass down. See how he likes it. 
There are hits and then there are misses. That's a 13 against AC. That will not hit. Fuck! Guess the bloodlust doesn't help with aim. Kroll watching Ben fall is enraged again and seeking to aid his friend runs over at uh, this Gristo, but unfortunately the Gristo is still in the midst of his charge, uh, his cooldown kind of after uh, throwing Ben, and he's not able to catch up with him. Um, and now the Gristo sets his targets onto Kroll. Let's go. Next up is Luke. Okay, so we just have the one left, right? And the snake lady. Right, but the, but but but, uh, but the other Griso is dead, correct? Oh, no, 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 no. No. No, They're, he hasn't said anything about how they look Hold yet. On. They're still very much alive. Oh, okay. Uh, the snake lady is almost dead, he said. Gotcha. Well, um... Kill the snake! His specific wording was that she was on her last legs, despite the fact she's a snake lady and therefore has no legs. Zero legs. She's last, on her last tail. Uh, so I'm gonna go after, um... The one, okay, so I, the, there's because the one is right by Kroll. Mm-hmm. Where's the other one at? So Kroll is now by next to Ben's downed body, right? Um, and that Gristo is kind of circling around them. Gotcha. And then the other one was off. The other one had just ran off past um, past you, I believe. <clears throat> Wasn't that the other one? That yeah, he, he slipped yeah. by the yeah. one one. That just happened so, last time. Okay. The one with the trident still stuck in him. Yes. Okay. So the nearest so one to you that would be that, the okay. first one. But he's not, yeah, but he's not so close that if I don't attack him, he's going to, like, opportunity strike me, right? No. Okay. That was what I wanted to establish, though. Cool. So I'm actually going to run over and go attack the one that's by Ben, because I think Lou sees that and he wants to help protect Ben since he's currently down. So Lou is also going to run over towards Kroll and Ben? Yeah, I'm going to attack that Gristo that's right next to Ben. Yep. So, first attack is a nat 20. Battle hit! Plus 5, so 25 on that one. Second attack is uh, 9. That will not hit. Uh, so it's 13 points of damage. Alright. Nice. And then, um, you know what? I'm going to use Action Surge as well. Okay. And make a second attack. Alright. So Longsword is 15. Alright. And then, Rapier is uh, 13. Alright, neither of those are going to hit. You got one good hit in, though. Yeah. Um, so, also. Noticing Ben being down on the ground and had, having seen uh, Kroll run over, Lou is also going to immediately put his attention to the Greased over there. Running over with his longsword and rapier, he's able to catch it as it's kind of running by and give it a good slice with his longsword across its side. It definitely was a deep cut, and it's still, but it's still running, though. Next up is the snake lady who is, as far as you can tell, not going to do anything. She's wary now. She's a little skirt. The fallen hero has done skirt skir- her. Who's up next time? Uh, ben. That's uh, a fail. Alright. First failed. Next up is Raymond. Um, I'm gonna run up to Ben. 
And use CPR. Cure wounds. CPR. You wish. And that is eight points of healing. Alright. So now Raven as well, noticing the the rest of her um, companions all circled up around Ben, she hurries over, laying a hand on him and quickly getting him to his feet. She says, I got you. Thank you. Again. Now, all four of you guys, uh, I'm going to need you to roll a dexterity saving throw twice. What? (laughs) (laughs) Which one do you want first? Uh, (laughs) I love this game. Tell me both of them. Okay, my first one is an 18, second one's a nat 20 plus 121. Alright, you succeed on both. Do a triple backflip over here. I got a 2 and a 15. Alright, you save, uh, you, you, you're going to save on the second one, fail on the first one. Yeah, I imagine so. <laughs> 21, 22. Both. Good. That's going to be a 10 and an 11. Those are both going to be fails. <laughs> ben, you local clown. You're ready to start uh, checking off those saving throws again. <laughs> um, as, I sucked on a banana peel. As Raven pulls Ben to his feet, all four of the companions, adventurers, look up and notice that both the Garistos are now charging at this small pack that they've formed. Jump, all jumping out of the way and trying to move and get out of the way. Kroll is able to escape both as well as Raven, but Lou gets clipped by the first one and, and spins off um, and falls to the ground. But Ben gets caught between both of them, uh, and as they as they both smash into him and continue to push until they run into the wall, uh, smashing their heads into the wall. Button goes through the wall to the other side, down the deep pit to his death. This is great. Ben gets smacked up against this wall between their horns. Uh, he doesn't seem to have been impaled. Very, very dizzy, down to one HP, and uh, it appears that both these Gristos may be having a little bit of a trouble getting themselves unstuck out of this sticky wood uh, material of the wall. Sticky. Them Garistos ain't uh, shit. First up is Kroll. Okay. Kroll's gonna recover from Oh, dodging. sorry. I, gotta, I, gotta, I do have to roll damage for, um, for this guy. Yeah, instead of just making up damage. That seven! <sighs> Ben's gonna get hit with seven points Ooh. of damage. Fuck! <laughs> Why are you making me write things? We are bored. Lou's gonna get hit with (laughs) seven points of damage. So did Ben. (laughs) What a coincidence. Well, that was more of a... That was more of you being nice. Yeah. Yeah. It was a happy accident. (laughs) It's So saith the DM. Alright. Curl. Curl. Happy accident. Is even more pissed off at this and um, takes his great sword. (laughs) And runs at the one that's been the most damaged, the one he sees his trident sticking out of. Okay. And he's going to bring his sword horizontally across his back. All right. That's going to roll. Let's go. I just fucking just grabbed the trident and fucking flipped the bitch. Did you see the pool? We flipped the bitch. 
And that's a 22 <laughs> against AC. That will hit. I should hope so. Danny needs a pair of sixes. Oh. You know what? Actually, that's not too bad. That's 13 slashing damage. Alright. Oh. As Kroll comes running up with his great sword on the Gristos that ha- is, is wiggling its way out of the wall, uh, he sees his trident in the side of this Gristo, and he decides he's going to try to finish the job and just completely takes a, a slash right across the back of this Gristo. It goes in deep, serrating across its spine, and uh, Krolken feels the bone gets pushed in. And again, this beast lets out just a, a phenomenal roar, but he's still on his feet, still now more than ever trying to break loose out of this wall as his head shakes more and more violently. Oh, 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 one more thing. Because I did uh, physical damage to it, I'm going to use my vampiric blood ability to roll one of my hit dice to regain health. Yeah, don't worry, I've been doing that the whole time. You're so you're saying that yeah. there's somebody else who should the have first, tied up to a the tree The first earlier. time I actually hit someone tonight, mm-hmm. I had full health. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Okay. Next up is Lou. Well, right off the bat, uh, Lou's going to do his second win bonus action, because I'm not looking great. Paul's looking the so... What's the second win do? Uh, I can roll a couple d10s and uh, whatever I get. Or no, I'm sorry. I roll one d10 plus my level, and I get that amount back in HP. Nice. All right. Bonus action. Uh, so twelve points back. Nice. We are just healing ourselves. Except for that. I'm drinking blood. He's okay. just going super saiyan. And then I'm gonna try to go after that uh, Gristo again. The one that um, put Ben down originally? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it's 21 for the first attack. That will hit. And that's a nat 20. That will nice. hit with double damage. Plus two. So Let's go. Okay. So, uh, first one. So, 18 points of damage total. All right. As Lou once again has to find himself, uh, readying himself on his feet as he has been spun to the ground again, he pulls out his longsword and rapier and makes another charge at this Gristo that put his friend down, taking both of them, and just like Kroll, slashing across the back, he unleashes multiple waves of a flurry of blades, um, and... As he finishes and brings them down to the side, blood just is running from the back of this Gristo and its legs, which had been squirming trying to push its head out of the wall, stop and its head just lays down as its horns are holding it in the in the wall. Did you see that? Ben, did you see? Oh, oh right. right. <laughs> 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 that shit. Oh, sorry. A little busy over here. Seeing the state of her troops, the, the party sees as the this snake figure suddenly is slithering at them with great speed with all four of her rema- uh, remaining arms. She's going to attempt to slide into the middle of the, your guys' group. Um, <laughs> she's, and she's, 
she's gonna attempt to slide right into those DMs. I think slither into those DMs is more. She's gonna go Batman on us and start punching in all directions. I'm sorry. Let's go. (laughs) Eleven for Kroll versus AC. Hard no. A critical fail against Ben. (laughs) Lucky dog. Nat 20 against Raven. Unlucky dog. What you get for talking shit? <laughs> 15 against Lou. Lou's good. Alright. As uh, Lou puts down this Gristo, suddenly this snake figure comes hurtling in, and with just a swirl, everyone gets a blade thrown at their face. Ben, who isn't able to move, but also is very close to one of her companions uh, is is well away from the blade that was aimed for his throat, as well as Kroll, who's able to quickly deflect it, and Lou, who, uh, still having both his swords in hand in, in such a, a happy fit of excitement, uh, the, the blade coming at his face is not even a worry. But Raven, who was not quite as engaged in this last little heat of combat, is put off guard uh, as the blade is going to come by uh, and is able to make two um, swipes across her body. For 20 points of damage? <laughs> I'm still alive. She's still alive, but she's not looking she good. She's beefy. She's totally she a, beefy. She a beefy babe. I guess Ben's up next. <laughs> Thanks. It's like, okay, Ben, I guess. Alright, um, shit, and I just put my phone down, but I actually need it now. So Ben is going to use... Cure Wounds on himself. Nice. Alright, so... Wisdom. So, eight points of health regained by Ben. We're all, we're all just doing great, honestly. Okay. We could be doing worse. Yeah, we could. We could be like Ben and have, di- or have uh, gone, down gone to zero. And get slammed against the wall by a couple chargers. But here's the thing. He back up, baby. Uh, he's in the fight. Well, I can still pinned against the wall. I can. Shit, he's going to unpin himself. Can he? Or is he pinned up by the dudes? <laughs> well, he's pinned up by one dude that's dead. Oh. And the other dude that's trying to wiggle its way out. <laughs> okay, so he's going to like... Heal himself, but like on the DL, and like just basically play dead right now um, until that dude's out of there. <laughs> that's not dead. He's gonna. <laughs> oh, the horror! <laughs> oh, the pain! The pain! Oh! You know what? Yeah, no, we will. Ben's a bit for the dramatic. Oh, God. Off this mortal coil, I crumble. Uh. Next up is Raven. Snake Lady's, like, right on top of me. Right in front of her, yeah. I'm gonna drop my bow and pull out my spear. You mean your stump sword? You mean your I vine for- sword? I forgot my vine sword! How do you forget your vine sword? Shit, I forgot because half I of my shit. Because I didn't write it down. Um, so, 14? That will not hit. Shit. Okay. So, she attempts to pull her vine sword and make a swipe at this snake figure in front of her, but still reeling from the slashes across her body. Um, She's not quite quick enough as the snake is able to move out of the way. And the the first grease, though, is now 
pushing its head and is able to free its horns, which allows Ben's body to fall to the ground. He appears to still be acting dead, and the Garibsto pushing off the wall is so mad and is looking for moving targets that he immediately turns around and is able to uh, start charging at Kroll. However, he's not quite there yet because he had to, to get moving and he didn't have enough time in his turn. So he's, uh, a, he's a slaking. He's got he's the ability slow, slow start. He's slow. Next up is Kroll, who has this Gristo charging directly at him. Okay, um, as it's charging at him, he's going to wind up the greatsword like a baseball bat and time it just right to slice this fucker's neck off. It's not slaking. It was Regigigas. Okay. Thank you. Correcting so that anybody that listens is like, that fucking idiot doesn't know his Pokemon. Nerdy. <laughs> what kind of nerd is he? He doesn't know he has Reggie Gigas. He's got slow start and slaking. Or whatever it's called. Hey. Hey, yo. That's uh, 23 against If somebody does say that, can we just beat them up for their money? money? <laughs> <laughs> As this grease dough is furiously charging directly at. Kroll, Trident still inside the, his adversary. He's determined to take him down. Running directly at him, Kroll stands his ground, two hands on his great sword, and just as this Griefsto is getting close and putting his head down, Kroll takes a, a one step to the, to the side and back and winds up his sword connecting just under the chin of this beast, severing its head completely from its body, as its head flies up in the air, and the body promptly collapses to the ground in front of Kroll. Kroll's gonna pick up the head by its horn, and he's gonna let some blood drip into his mouth to fulfill his bloodlust. Alright. And I need to roll another d10 for health. Fucking Kroll is Hell yeah! Shit. All the way up to max HP. <laughs> Ah, yes. My head's clear, boys. I can f- oh, sorry about that. You know, all the death around the place and these stupid motherfuckers fighting us. I just I had this desire to just drink blood. I can't explain it, but I feel better now. Sorry about that. I promise I'm not a vampire. And as Lou is, as, is listening to Cruel Babylon about his bloodlust, his eyes are set on this snake figure as he watches as she slyly moves through the battlefield, turning into mist and disappearing. Oh, guys, the, the snake and... Uh, oh, um... Uh, the snake lady is gone. Oh, damn it. Pearl's gonna pull his trident out of the Gristo, put it back on his back. Okay, are we still in combat, then? Combat has no end. Okay. Um, I'm back in full health by my own means. I love being cruel. Uh, as as everyone scans the room, they can see that both the Griefstos are down, and the third opponent, this mysterious uh, snake figure, has now appeared to have disappeared. Well, that sucks. Just when I had her in my collection, she slithers away again. Listen, Ben. I don't know so much about your clutches. You just, you, you got beat up and she just happened to be standing next to you and whiffed her blow. Anybody got a potion? 
I need a potion. I'm right as rain. Well, now that you mention it, and Ben's gonna, like, grab his arm again and use cure wounds again on himself. Alright. Rip. Well, that's fun. Alright, well, he gets five more, so that's a thing. Um, and as, as everyone is starting to walk back towards each other and group up, from above, Raven hears, Hey, Raven! Raven! I found something! I guess she's going to look up to see Sana. So nice of Sana to join the battle. Uh, upon looking up, you can see that there's um, off to either side of this uh, room, there are two big spiral staircases that follow the wall going up to what appears to be a second layer. And you can just see a head poking down past uh, the ledge. Come on, guys, get up here! Hold on. Hold on. Hey, Lou. How about you ask her something that uh, only you and Harry would know? Who? Sauna? Yeah, just just, just to be uh, extra careful. Didn't they basically just me? That's like any of us asking her a question. What color are my underpants? Sauna. Um, uh, Sauna, what did I... Uh, what did I feed you before I knew that you were a, uh, a person? Bird seed. <laughs> um, you mean bird food? It's not sauna. <laughs> um, uh, so Raven drops her sword and in can I? So can I do an acrobat? Or can I do a You're acrobatics check? So to- so not close to her. Like I'm this, drawing. This I'm drawing. No, 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 no. I'm dro- I'm dropping my sword, drawing my bow. And not notching an arrow and shooting at the person. Okay. Nice. Give me how fast I think you are. There's I don't know how fast you think you are. I wanted to do I wanna do like an athletics or an acrobatics check on it to see if I can do it in one quick motion. Athletics? It's not her! <laughs> That's a twenty-six. For, for, yeah, sure. You can drop <laughs> your sword and pull your bow out and shoot an arrow. That's a 26 again. As Sana's head is peeking down um, this small gap, suddenly, out of nowhere, Raven drops her sword and pulls her bow, knocking an arrow and releasing it, moving so pretty quickly to the point where Sana's Barely able to to move her face up as the arrow skims her cheek. What the fuck was that for? What are you morons doing? Get the fuck up here! The blight's opening. It's not going to continue opening. Because she answered a question wrong. You expect her to remember everything about her bird life? Now see here. We don't have time for this nonsense. Cole she, she gone. I never gave her bird food. Cole's gonna start walking up the staircase. Cole, don't go up there. Well, where are we supposed to go? We came in here with a purpose. Listen, one way or another, we gotta find the snake lady. Ben says as he walks up the stairs backwards. Maybe the person that knows exactly where the blight is. Maybe the person that I gave a connection to the blight should wonder where the blight is. (laughs) Maybe the blight's upstairs. (laughs) I'm going home. I am home. (laughs) Fuck. Wait, why why did you sound like Jerry Seinfeld? I don't know. 
Maybe the boy's upstairs. Maybe the boy's upstairs. Maybe the How am I supposed to know these things? <laughs> That's a very good impression. <laughs> What's with all these blights upstairs? I guess. Uh, okay. I do. I'm just, I'm just gonna go upstairs. <laughs> You're not even gonna try and search for the blight. Do it, Ark. Ain't a check. I already. Okay, I'll do another check to see. Do I have to do a check? I rolled pretty good that first time. Do I have to do another check? I told you. You know exactly where. You have a connection. You, you remember exactly you know, the steps you know to do. Exactly you know exactly where it is. You know exactly what you're doing. Is it up the fucking stairs? Stop. Uh, after, after foolishly shooting an arrow off at Sana, Kroll makes his way towards the stairs where he's quickly greeted by unpleasantry among the group that doesn't trust a supposed Sana. But, upon taking the time to close her eyes and feel what's around her, Raven is able to tell that the blight appears to, yes, indeed, be coming from upstairs. How's that tingle doing for you? You sure all the players? It's, it's upstairs. Well then, get your ass moving! Put that ball away before you shoot yourself in the foot. Um, Raven, doubting her own senses now, just kind of... Walks up the stairs, head bowed low, and kind of out of it. Maybe that is Sana. Maybe it is. Who knows? Who cares? Like I said, one way or another, we have to find the snake lady. Ben shouts from like halfway up the stairs. All right, Lou's going up the stairs too. All right, uh, the whole party is making its way up these stairs and make my way upstairs. <laughs> Kroll, being the first to walk up the stairs, what he is greeted by is, in the center of this room, slightly smaller um, diameter. It seems like um, the room kind of isn't quite as big as as, uh, (laughs) the room below it. Um, In the middle of this room, there is this large pedestal. On the pedestal, hovering is just like the walls of this uh, tower, this black vine-like material that is just twisting and turning. As Kroll can see uh, this in the center of the room, he also sees Sana, who is standing right under the pedestal, both hands pointed up towards this light as she seems to be straining herself. What you, what you doing there, Sana? Is that the blight? Yes, this is the blight. Um, do we, do we need to grab it? What are you doing? No, I'm trying to contain it. Someone needs to destroy it. How do I destroy it? Tell me the way. Um, smash it. I can smash it. Ben just takes out his bow and the antique arrow and shoots at the blight. Oh yeah, the antique arrow. Make an attack roll. The arrow of never going away. The arrow of it always comes back no matter what. The the boomer arrow. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a seven. That'll hit. Yeah. Roll for damage. Yeah. Negative two. You add health. <laughs> well, that's four piercing damage. As Ben walks up to the uh, second level of this tower and sees the scenario in front of him, he pulls out his bow and knocks his ancient elvish arrow, shooting it off. However, it acts a bit strange when it meets its target, instead of returning to his hand, it bounces off and starts returning right at him and pierces him in the shoulder for four points. 
Is that what you said? Yeah. Well, we can tell we need to use some sort of magical means to destroy that. Oh, because that didn't work. What? Yes, magic is the is definitely the way. It's a magical error. What the hell? Stand back. I got this. And Cole is going to cast um, Death Coil on this. So an ins- uh, blast of unholy energy streaks toward a creature, in this case, the thing. In range, make a range spell attack against it. On a hit, it takes 3d8 necrotic damage. Okay. So I guess I'm rolling to see if I hit it. That's... I'm assuming I'm going to hit it because he hit it with the arrow. That's a uh, 16. Yes, that will hit. Uh, that's 17 necrotic damage. Kroll, realizing that this blight will need something a bit more magical, calls upon one of the runes on his sword, letting out necrotic energy from his hand, shooting a beam directly at the heart of this blight. And you can see as the necrotic damage actually seems to be having... It's killing something that's already dead. It's, uh, it seems to be lightening this darkness a little bit. A few gray uh, patches start to appear in this twisting, turning ball. Ugh, that's all I've got, boys. I'm afraid my rooms are done. So it looks like it's getting better, right? A little bit, yeah. How's okay. Sauna looking containing it? Sauna is still straining as, um, as she says, Raven! Raven, come here! And she slowly walks over. Slowly? She just shot an arrow. We're so gonna die in here! Pick up the pace and get over there. We don't have time for this. You want to kill this fucking blight or not? I'm sorry. Save so the apologies for after we're not dead. Kill the thing. Please, Raven, I need your help. I know that you know how to tap into druidic magic. It will be most effective. So, let's do some spells. Cure wounds. More effective than my magical elf arrow, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Is it just, like, floating? Or is it on something? Yeah, it's just, like, it's floating. Floating twice in destiny? Okay, yeah, this will do. Um, flaming sphere. Let's let's go! That'll do it. That'll do it. Alright, um, creatures within the, who end their turn in the sphere take, like, 1d6 for the damage. Um, you have to make a dexterity saving throw, and I don't think this thing is very dexterous, so. Spell DC is 14. I have to roll against it? Yeah. It just happens then. It can't stop an attack from going on there. Okay, so it takes 2d6 worth of damage. The full damage. 4, 10 damage. As Sonya's straining, uh, holding. It seems like she is in herself holding this orb down, pressing it. Raven runs up, channeling the energy within her and the energy of all the trees that have been hurt and all the nature that is, you know, its energy still lingering around her. She condenses it all into a giant orb of fire that she then is able to lower down onto the heart of the blight. And as it comes down on the bright light, connects with the darkness, making a fusion, it begins to bubble and pop. All the bright colors are released in all directions. And as the orb of fire finally rests at the bottom of where its 
heart was. All of a sudden, there's a blinding light. Everything goes completely white, and every single one of you is, is stunned and disoriented, and it seems as though you maybe even lost consciousness, but as they open their eyes, they find themselves in a beautiful meadow in the Murdoch uh, region. There's forests all around them, and they still find themselves on a, a small island with nothing but uh, a little bit of water that surrounds this tiny island. It's like a small pond, and you're on this tiny island in the middle of the pond. Well, this place actually looks kind of pleasant. Once you get rid of the bite and everything. But where's the snake lady? Well, who cares? Maybe she went back to hell. But if she didn't, she's out here causing chaos. Listen, we did a shit ton of damage to her. She's not, she was not looking good last time I saw her. So I should think she's off to go lay in a den somewhere and heal for a little while. I'll give us a nice head start to get away from her. And she can't sneak up on us like she was in the darkness. Raven's gonna run over to Sana and cast Cure Wounds to try to fix what she broke. I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. I, I judged that so poorly. I am, I am so sorry. Raven, please, it's no problem. I understand. We were dealing with all kinds of magic that we don't understand. I, I can never blame you for just trying to be cautious. Yeah, but I, I could have really hurt you. <laughs> Trust me. I've seen much, much worse. As Raven and Sun are talking, suddenly Ben hears in his head, Hey, hey Ben! Ah, Sofa, where have you been? Well, I've been chilling with the horses, dude. Ah. They're right there. And, and oh, incredible. You see in the, in the sky as he's flying, he's just soaring, and uh, he's kind of lazily swooping down towards you, and all of the horses are um, just kind of running, following him as he's flying in the air. Oh, 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 oh